Hello and welcome to the Good Robot Andy's Season 8 Episode 5. My name is Andy Balem and this is... Andy Cockerill. And together we are the Good Robot Andy's. We are indeed. Are we supposed to do that bit together? The Good Robot (laughs) Andy's. Yeah, probably. (laughs) It doesn't really matter, but um, I don't think think we'll ever get it right, so... No. Uh, And the thing... The film that we're talking about this evening is... It is a film, and it's called Host. It's called Host. And without um, ever having watched the film or really knowing anything about it, other than its title, which Andy told me 15 seconds before we started recording, I'm going to tell you the whole plot and um, and also a, a mini like star rating review. No spoilers, though. No, without, no spoilers. There will be spoilers in the rest of the podcast, listener. So yes. I don't want to... Yeah. Set off on the wrong foot, promising lack of spoilers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is a film which is very similar to uh, the film about a house that I've forgotten the name of, which has all the groaning noises. The house that has all the groaning noises? Yeah, it's a horror film. That could be the name of a movie. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's, it's the Amateurville Horror? About a house. Sorry? Is it the Amateurville horror? No. The Amateurville is that what you're thinking of? No. The house that has all the, I don't know what it, I don't know they're, what that is. They're in a house. I think it's called something like the house. Is it? Oh, the haunting. Oh, yeah, I think haunting? I'm thinking of the haunting. I think yeah, 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 yeah. So the black and white version or the remake, which is rubbish. Uh, the remake, which is rubbish, and yeah, which is terrible. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. And then so <clears> it's like that. There, it's like. There, it's like a ghostly story in a scary house, mm. and it stars Halle Berry, and it's uh, two stars at best. I don't know. I don't know why you've chosen it. It's not that. You'll be glad. You'll be glad <laughs> to know. <laughs> um, is it a bit like that? No. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> no, it's not. Nothing like that. Um, so, host mm-hmm. is a 2020, wow, bang up to date, brand new, brand spanking new. Yeah, worst year uh, ever. Um, is that like Angela Merkel being the worst chancellor of Germany ever? <laughs> <laughs> has it the, has it been the worst year ever? No, I don't think we should claim the worst year ever for exactly no, the same reason that Angela Merkel's yeah. not the worst chancellor ever. No, I don't think it has been the worst year ever. No, no. but you could look back at some that are much worse than 2020. Yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, anyway, because, sorry, 2020. You know, anyway, um, a 2020 British mm-hmm. found footage horror film. I like found footage. I like horror. When the two there are combined, go. then surely what can go wrong? Surely good things happen. Um, directed by Rob Savage. Based on a script written by Savage, Gemma Hurley, and Jed Shepard. And the film stars Hayley Bishop, Gemma Moore, Emma Louise Webb, Radina Drandova, and Caroline Ward. So, the, and, the, would, these, would this Savage person, would I know them from somewhere? No, I don't know them at all. So okay. there's, um, this is, uh, all of the cast and crew of this are entirely new oh, to me. So is this like an exciting new independent film? Definitely. Yes, definitely. So this is um, distributed by Shudder. Shudder is a uh, a streaming service, a horror movie streaming service. All right. I think must be quite new. Um, But they have exclusives for lots of movies. I've never heard of them. 
No, me neither, until very recently. Right. Um, so I signed up to a... They have a seven-day trial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I signed up I signed up to the seven-day trial to watch this, and then promptly cancelled it. Um, mm-hmm. There's plenty of good stuff on there, though. If if listener wanted to subscribe, mm-hmm, it's yeah. not expensive. It's only four ninety nine a month. Yeah, and if they Cheaper wanted to Netflix. offer uh, a free subscription to both of us... Uh, We'd be very happy to take that, this, yes. This, pr- this free promotion that we're doing. Free promotion of Shudder um, and host. Uh, I think people, you know, uh, if you're listening, Shudder, which I'm sure you aren't, um, we'd love a free subscription yeah. to review more of your content. Yeah, we actually yes, probably yes, would review more of your content, but that's coincidental. It's just, <laughs> what you, it's just what you owe us. So it was released back in July, um, and it had a, I think it did have a limited cinema release at the time. In July? It, in July. It must have been yeah. limited. Was it? Were cinemas open then? I think. Oh no, maybe they. I think stuff actually. did open up a bit then, but like people weren't going. Yeah, so I went with my son to see a couple of things, but mm-hmm. maybe it was later than July actually. I definitely yeah. went later. When yeah. I saw Tenet, it was Tenet. Later. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a running time of fifty-six minutes. I think that officially makes it the shortest thing we've ever reviewed. Fifty-six. Um, That's yeah, barely 56 a film minutes. at all. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it qualifies as a feature film. How does... Um, is there a time limit on that? There is a time limit on it, yeah. but, what is but that? And 56 minutes is longer. Um, shall I look it up? Oh, shall no, man don't look it up. Up no, no, okay, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. So I'll go into the... Um, I'll go into the plot. This is a very interesting... A very good movie, and also very interesting in the way that it's made, in that it's very 2020. Okay. It's, it's been made this year... And it, it, it was, features... It was made this year? It was made this year, wow. during lockdown. Wow. But it features a, quite a large cast. <laughs> okay. So Interesting uh, decision. So I'll go into how that works. Uh-huh. So um, while under quarantine, du- during the pandemic, so a group of friends, they decide to hold uh, weekly Zoom calls, which people do. Obviously, mm. we've stopped doing ours, actually. We, me, you, and um, one of our uh, other former colleagues from a company. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to do this. We did it a we few times, didn't we? Not too many. Yeah. We should do it again. I think we should. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they hold weekly Zoom calls, mm-hmm. and um, for this week's call, Haley, who is nominally the lead of the movie, has hired a medium. Okay. I.e., someone who you know talks to the spirit world. Yeah. The for the benefit world. of listener. Uh, Andy raised his hands a bit. Yeah, like a woo, right, and then a did woo. quotes yeah. around the world, yeah. around the words "spirit world." Well, while the hands are there, you may as well do some air quotes. Well, exactly, yes, yeah. uh, like um, laser, laser. Um, so she's organised a a, a, a séance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which has been which has been held by someone called Salen. Mm-hmm. So is the medium also on Zoom? Yes. Everybody's on Zoom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in terms of how it looks and feels, it all looks and feels very familiar mm-hmm. because we're all using Zoom mm-hmm. to do group calls. Is it actual Zoom that they're using? Yes. Right, right, right. Yes. Because we're not using... Listen, we're not using actual Zoom. We're using Jitsi. It's better. We are using Jitsi, uh, but in this movie, they're using actual Zoom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, That's realistic. So one, one friend who is called Teddy... 
mm-hmm. intentionally leaves the chat because his girlfriend keeps interrupting. Mm-hmm. And during the seance, when when Ceylon is sort of saying, Spirit, can you come forward? You know, like in this kind of medium type way. Mm-hmm. Um, Gemma uh, claims to have to have contact with a friend of hers who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Salen drops out of the call. Something appears to happen to, to her feed. And Gemma says, oh, I was just kidding. I don't know anybody who's committed suicide. I was just winding you all up. Mm-hmm. And as she says this, um, Emma's glass breaks, cracks. Mm-hmm. Hayley's chair is pulled by an unseen force. It sounds pretty and scary. Caroline sees a hanging corpse in the attic. So there's some some quite spooky stuff happens. Yeah, I can imagine that being scary. It because works really well. A Zoom call yeah. is a very familiar, like you said, a very familiar thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so that so what's what's really interesting about it is is because it's over Zoom. And because of the pandemic, they can't realistically go to each other's houses to find out what's going on. Yeah. So all they can see is what's happening on screen. Yeah. So one of them goes up into the attic, as I said, and sees someone hanging there. And um, and Hades' chair is pulled across the room in what I'm presuming is like quite a lo-fi way, but it's very effective because mm-hmm. it looks quite violent. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and again, you know, the trip up, up into the attic is like, don't go up into the attic. Nobody goes up into the <laughs> yeah. attic in a horror film. Maybe stay where you are. But of course, they do go up there, mm-hmm. and we see some really some weird stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's there's a dotted line in this movie to things like paranormal activity. Okay, which I don't think I've seen. Okay, well, the first one is definitely worth watching. Okay, because it's very, uh, it's uh, it's very groundbreaking in mm. terms of what they're doing with it. So there's a dotted line to that in terms of, uh, I, I believe, paranormal activity. Most of the action happens on CCTV. Okay, r- rather than like a conventional camera, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of ratchets up the tension by not much happening a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And when you've got a single camera held, yeah. and you've got a slight bit of off-channel noise happening, like, that's actually quite creepy. Mm-hmm. Because you're just waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Um, so there's a dotted line to that, and there's also, a, I think, a big influence on this film is a movie called Unfriended. Which okay. I think is now about five, year, five years old, Unfriended. I think you talked about that, didn't you? Which is excellent. It's really, if listener hasn't seen Unfriended, it's really, really good. Um, and there's a dotted line to that in this movie. Mm-hmm. Although I would, I would say that this movie is, is unique in the pandemic. You know, this mm. movie has been made because of the pandemic happening. You know, somebody's used their creativity to think, okay, I want to make a film. How can I make a film um, right now? Yeah, um, I wonder whether there will yeah. be a whole um, little chunk of art that is just uh, particular to this time. Well, I think, yeah, I I would hope so. And I think that, you know, humans, 
um, you know, once once you've kind of um, settled into what people euphemistically call the new normal, <laughs> um, then you start to th- try and get your life back and think, okay, I want to carry on doing the things that I used to do. How mm. can I do that? How can I make that happen? Mm. I've been a little bit worried that everyone's so kind of bothered by the whole thing that no one's producing anything at all. But so, no, yeah, absolutely. But um, but they are, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm. Um, so gradually things get worse and worse. And uh, there's a... So are we still of, on the, go- the Zoom call? Or? We're still on the Zoom call. Yeah. Is it just one but, Zoom think- call that, that goes the whole way through? Or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. a single call, so we don't break at all. There's no wow. cuts. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it is excellent. It's very, very cool. I think the only break actually is Salen, who's the the um, the medium. Mm-hmm. So her internet cuts out, and then she comes back. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the only cut that you see. But otherwise, everybody else is on screen. They're not on screen all the time, so they do leave the room and come mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might go out of the room to get a drink or to use the toilet or something like that. You know, it's all kind of quite real in that way. Mm-hmm. But the camera stays open. You know, it stays. It's yeah. always working, cool. which is great. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, things rapidly go south, and people start to get um, you know quite physically battered mm-hmm. by this by this vengeful spirit. Because what Salem has said is. We've mocked the dead. We've mocked the spirit realm by saying that we, you know, by 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 this by Emma saying mm-hmm. that she knew someone who killed themselves. Gemma, rather, mm-hmm. she knew someone who killed themselves. The spirit realm has now sent something through, mm-hmm. possibly something demonic. So you know, we're in the realms of demonic possession and mm-hmm. poltergeists and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, things go south very quickly, and people start to get basically killed off screen or or on screen um so how yeah. does it manage to tell a story when it's just got these fixed cameras um so there's so that there's like a backstory for each character right uh they all know each other really well so they've got a rapport about them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how does it actually and, like how does action you know does it flip from one screen to another and no, no, no. So the so the screens uh, the screen stays on a zoom call, so we don't see but one do, screen become is dominant. It one, is it one screen that's that's the most active, and then another one? Or? Yes, exactly. Oh, right, right, okay, yeah, okay. exactly. Um, which is very effective, right? Because what you're looking at, although you can see, you know, so you've got the main action happening in one screen, like when when one of them goes up into the attic. We see that happening, but we see everybody else watching it mm-hmm. in horror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them has actually got her hands over her face, and she can't actually, you know, watch what's going on. Mm. Um, it's it's really really good host, mm. and it's so short that you kind of like. Well, even if I don't like it that much, it's only fifty six minutes. Mm-hmm. But I think that if if listener likes horror, which they probably do, if they listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although actually, I do know a couple of people who listen who don't like horror movies very much. Although we talk about them quite a lot, they want to hear about them, though. Yes, maybe they do. Yeah, um, but there's a very effective scene uh, towards the end of the film when Haley, who is uh, oh, actually Gemma, leaves her house to go and see Haley. They must live quite close to each other, mm-hmm. so he, she masks up and then 
we see her walking to go to Haley's house, and she finds her there hiding under the desk, mm-hmm. and then she uses all the lights are out, um, but Gemma thinks there's something in the living room. Mm-hmm. So Haley uses her Polaroid camera mm-hmm. to light the way and to take photos of what's in the living room, and that's mm-hmm. a very effective very effective scene i think i saw something some, like similar to that in another movie where somebody uses a flash mm. to um to light the way um yeah very effective because you don't see anything you mm-hmm. expect to see something when mm-hmm. the flash goes off but you don't see anything mm-hmm. and the, you can hear the pictures coming out of the camera but, but we don't see them either mm-hmm. so we're dying to see what's on them yeah and then as they move in there something goes Bah-bah! And then the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a ghost. It's a ghost thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely a ghostly, paranormal, mm-hmm. supernatural type thing. Yeah, I find ghost things pretty scary. Yeah, it's really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this a great deal. It's fun. It's fast moving. Um, it does a fair, yeah, a little bit of setup, so we get an idea of who these people are and. Mm-hmm and what they're all doing and we understand that it's during the pandemic um but because it's 56 minutes that's fairly short-lived and then we get straight into the seance mm-hmm. so it doesn't waste much time in its storytelling uh, which i admired a great deal and it must have been incredibly cheap to produce if it's just a zoom call yeah definitely yeah yeah but um so what i heard about the the production is that all the actors were sent their lines. They were sent the script. Mm-hmm. But the other actors' lines were redacted from the script. Right. So they didn't know what was going to happen. Right. Um, so they learnt their stuff, and then they presumably knew that somebody else was going to talk, but they didn't know what they were going to say. So, so that are you saying that it, it, was, it was done in, like, one take? I'm not sure if it was done in one take, um, but I think that in order to keep the keep it fresh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they didn't they could not read other people's lines mm-hmm. so they didn't know what was coming up uh which is a novel approach and i think you know for something like this that keeps the the sense of um that things are real and in mm-hmm. the moment mm-hmm. you really do feel that this is a, a real zoom call and there are special effects right so yeah in, in each location they had setups and things that yeah there's some visual effects you can see that there's some some of them in, have been done post-production okay, okay um okay. there's some uh there's some fairly decent cg going mm-hmm. on okay. and some visual effects but there are also some vfx happening mm-hmm. in camera mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well so uh i'm not sure how that works uh there are some there is some stuff outside so i guess you can have some crew outside well, mm-hmm. during pandemic, during lockdown, no, you probably couldn't actually. So, everything that's there must have been set up by the person who is on location, which is the actor. Um, if it's happening in camera, right, or someone else who lived in the same household, or someone else who lives there, yeah, who is isolating with them, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, so it's it's good. It, actually, it's great. It's really great. Yeah. We both enjoyed. Um, I've now forgotten the name of it. Mm. That BBC uh, thing that was oh Ghost Watch. No, Did you hear about Ghost Watch. No, because Ghost Watch is great. The uh, like a comedy. Uh, oh, ghosts. 
drama. No, 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 Ghosts. no, no. no. Uh, Which is also good. A during lockdown <laughs> thing. Yes. With oh, what's his name? It was Doctor oh, Who. Yes. Uh, David Tennant. David and Tennant. Yeah. Ma- Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen, who of course is the Welsh David Tennant. <laughs> well, what was that called? That was called. Oh, I can't remember what it was called now. We'll think S- of it. Staged stages. Uh yeah, I think it was staged, wasn't it? Staged, something like that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, check, yeah, check that out, listener, if you haven't watched it. Yeah, anyway, that was so the point. That is was, that was mostly um, Zoom calls. Yeah. That was mostly Zoom calls. Occasionally, people talking to each other, like like a two shot people talking to each other, but mm. mostly Zoom calls. Yeah, I'd main... say that was more contrived than mm-hmm. this. The uh, the only yeah. thing that made me think of that, apart from obviously the fact that it's done during lockdown, yeah. was um, or at least during during restrictions, um, was that there were multiple people in there in those households, so there was a bit. Of yes, fun. yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so in this, we only see two other people in the households. Mm-hmm. So there's the guy who drops off the call because his sister's been really annoying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the one of the girls has a boyfriend who is also a bit of a jerk. Mm-hmm. So we see him at the beginning of the film, and then we don't see him again. Um, so maybe he was uh, pulling chairs around and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So conveniently, maybe you get it was someone him in the, the attic. Way. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is a very effective slice of horror. Uh, also, there's, it owes a huge debt to the Blair Witch Project, which every found footage movie does. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. In terms of the intensity, it is an intense film. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. I mean, by just allowing it to be so much shorter than you would normally expect. Yeah. Um, yeah, you would. I would then expect intensity, I guess. Yeah. All yeah, right. it's definitely so, intense. Uh, here's the question: What what do you think it's really about? Right, it's not actually. It's not necessarily just about you know ghosts, right? Is it about something else? Is it about like, for example, being stuck in your home or mm. something like yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. So there is definitely a sense of. Um, uh, they're fed up. Uh-huh. Yeah. So these folks, the, the folks in the movie are really fed up with lockdown. They're finding it difficult and they're looking for, you know, the, the fact that this character, Haley has decided to change things up with a seance. <laughs> people are quite excited about that. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, it's definitely um, people trying to find a way to pass the time in a less boring way, which of course doesn't really work, for, work out for them. So is it is it like is it like a metaphor for how if we locked away for too long and our spirits will destroy ourselves? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. Okay. You got to you got to keep fresh. You got to um, you know, keep yourself fit. Eat well. Don't do seances, kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean that seems. Although the, actually, the actually no, lesson. do you can do them because you know. Ghosts aren't real. But don't anger the spirits. Well, yeah, don't anger the spirits, yeah. The <laughs> Angostura bitters, yeah, don't anger them. <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool to hear um, be, of people doing innovative things in this time. Really nice yeah. to hear about a British yeah. film. 
Yeah, I'd <laughs> happily really watch cool. it again. It's it's very watchable, and um, I think it's got good rewatch value in terms of you can try and look at how it was made and right, yeah, yeah, yeah. try and see behind and, the yeah, yeah, see behind the curtain, yeah. Um, well, they're not too host? much. Uh, I think it's to do with um, Zoom. So like hosting when you Zoom call. when you go into a Zoom, it says the host will let you in soon, doesn't it? Right, Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So is it, and then is it a play on words that that's like a host of spirits or something? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a double meaning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but highly recommended host. So it's on Shudder, which is a Shudder. horror streaming service, and uh, you can get get that free for seven days and pay four ninety nine a month after that if you want to. And full disclosure, we fully ex- we expect them to send us a subscription after this. Fully, fully. <laughs> I, I expect a gold-plated one. Right, right, yeah. right. Because yeah. I've mentioned the service several times now. Yeah. <laughs> I know full well I'm not going to get one, but, you know, I can dream, can't I? <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, so there we go. That's this week's movie. Awesome. That, like, I have every intention of watching that. Yeah. It's good. It sounds really yeah. good. Yeah. I enjoyed it a great deal. They, I also noticed on there <clears throat> another short ab- advertisement for Shudder. <laughs> uh, they are showing the... Um, there's a, a documentary all about The Exorcist. Right, right, right. Which is, I think, just a 90-minute interview with William Freakin. Wow. Um, which uh, is supposed to be really good because he's very candid and he's a great interview subject. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. That's definitely worth a look. Yeah. I um I can't remember where I saw it. it was some, maybe on iPlayer or something. I saw the film that is the other film that's based on the book that the film whose name I've forgotten is based on. Uh with the where they're transporting things that are gonna explode. Oh yeah, The Wages of Fear, it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I haven't seen that, but that's apparently supposed to be a better movie than Sorcerer. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I, I saw it and it looked Similar in that they're like they're looking nervous with some trucks. <laughs> yes, what the, that's what the image was. Looking nervous with some trucks. Looking that should be the with some trucks. The alternate in um in countries where they where where their first language is not the English language and they translate a movie's title. <laughs> that's what it should be. <laughs> looking nervous with some trucks. There's some there's some good opportunities for um hilarious translations now because sometimes I receive emails where the uh, descriptions of images have been auto-generated by image recognition. Oh, yes, yes. So yeah. if you if an image recognition program automatically um, like transcribed the contents of an image and then it got translated, hilarious consequences could ensue. Hilarious. How we all laughed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Looking nervous yeah. with some trucks. Looking nervous with some trucks. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Cool. <laughs> Have you been watching yeah. anything else? Um, well, well uh, his dark materials. Mm, really enjoying that. Really enjoying so that. So nicely done. Yeah, it's very, very slick, isn't it? Yeah. And very involving. I'm actually enjoying season two more than I enjoyed season one. All right. Yeah. I think I've only uh, seen one of season two, but yeah, it more seems very more good. witches, which is cool. Yeah, the witches, witches are very cool. Very cool. Um, 
what else have we been watching? We've been watching a show called We Are Who We Are, mm-hmm. which is directed. Well, actually, yeah, is it directed? Maybe, maybe produced by Luca Guadagnino, who made a movie called Call Me by Your Name a couple of years ago, which received great plaudits at the time. It's a very, very good film. Mm-hmm. Um, he's made quite a few movies. Uh, so this is a TV TV series. I think mm-hmm. it's his first TV show. That's set in Italy on an American Air Force base. Okay. That's very good. So that that's good. It's very dense, though, so you, mm-hmm. you've got to pay attention to it kind of thing. Uh, what else have we been watching? We've been Harlots. We- We're still watching okay. Harlots, so okay. we haven't watched one for a while. We've uh, been watching... Um, we yeah. finished watching The Queen's Gambit. Oh, yes. Which uh, everyone on Twitter loves. I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. What What's that on? Netflix. Netflix. Okay, we'll have to watch that then. It's great. Yeah. It's um, it's about chess. Yes, that's what I that's what I understand. Yeah, we were having fun because it well, it was absolutely gripping and uh, and also really good fun. Um, but we were kind of describing to each other what was hap- like at the pitch meeting for where you and it was like <laughs> right. How do you describe and, this? Show? And then yeah. then she plays a chess move and looks tense. <laughs> And what's hilarious about it is, you know, if you describe it like that, it sounds like it's a disaster. Yeah, but it, like, yeah. it completely works. It's really feel-good, it's really aspirational and wish-fulfillment-ish. Excellent. It's really well-made, you know, just the, the texture of the visuals is um, lovely. Nice. Um, and you, you know, you understand whose side you're on and, you know, how how you, what you want to happen and... Yeah, you get enough of what you want to happen happening that it makes you feel good. Cool. Have you still got Netflix, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Much to my much to my distress. So i I also recommend I recommend a show called BoJack Horseman. Yeah. So you recommended that to me before, and I tried watching. Yeah. Yeah. And I just didn't get it. Okay. Stick with it. (laughs) It's very very good. It's very very good. Yeah, I don't think I will. Okay, fair enough. Um, what else? What else have we been watching? We've been rewatching Better Things. I've been rewatching The Wire. Oh wow! I'm planning to do that sometime. Series three, I'm on at the moment. Right. About halfway through series three. Right. Uh, it's great, and I'm still watching Fear of, Fear of the Walking Dead. Ah, yeah. Which now has introduced um, character from The Walking Dead, Lenny James's character. Ah, Lenny James. What's his name? Morgan. Morgan. He's so good, Lenny James. Yeah, so he's t- he's he's in season five. Oh, I didn't realise they'd done that. Yeah, so there's a crossover. But nice. I think there's going to be another character joining it as well soon. So, um, yeah, that's still very, very good. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, we watched uh, The Big Short. Oh, yes. Yes, I enjoyed uh, that a lot. Which I really liked. That's a film about the, the uh, 2008 financial crash and kind of trying to explain why it happened. So it's like... One part um, fake documentary, one part like factual explanation film about the um, the mechanisms behind the financial thing, and one part sort of a kooky adventure story of some plucky investors. <laughs> it's like yes. it's a weird film. <laughs> it is a strange movie, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a good trilogy there if you if listener. Oh, yeah. cares to seek it out so there's the big short mm-hmm. there's a movie called Margin Call which is all about 
a a company much like Lehman Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a movie called Ninety Nine Homes, and um, Ninety Nine Homes is all about people who repossess houses during, you know, during not very long after two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's very depressing, mm-hmm. but it does give you an insight into what how the whole thing works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and margin call is incredible. Right. It's just, yeah, it's just gripping and terrifying and makes you as angry as The Big Short makes you mm-hmm. angry about mm-hmm. what happened. Well, what I thought was amazing about The Big Short was it set out with this um, expressed intention of teaching you the stuff you needed to know to be able to understand yeah. what happened, at least in some way. Um, but it was just so entertaining. Yes. Um without ever shying away from that job it, it was doing of, of teaching you what you needed to know. So it was a, a remarkable achievement to be entertaining and educational and to make the educational part of, part of the entertainment. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't feel yeah. I particularly needed the cheap tricks that they, they sort of told me they were, they were playing on me to keep my attention. Like the bit with Margot Robbie in <laughs> like the Like the lovely, lovely ladies that they were Yes. To keep yes. you interested with but yeah. they did they did that with such a raised eyebrow like that it yeah yeah like, no it works it does it does work definitely uh i think that's me up to date with tv actually we, we we've been re-watching better things which we love that? that's the um that's the co- comedy drama about the mum in hollywood with three kids and a and her mum lives with her as well Mm. It's uh, it's amazing. It's such a warm hug of a show. All right. Yeah. On the on the topic of rewatching, we've been continuing to rewatch some Northern Exposures as well. Oh yes, we we need to do that. Love Northern yeah. Exposures. We watched the pilot, and uh, every, everything's fully defined in the pilot. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so many things you watch, and you watch just one episode, and you think, oh, you know, I thought that was the first three seasons. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Because yeah. cause it's the whole thing yeah. laid out for you. I think the one show that didn't really do that, that I can think of, was was The Sopranos. Right, yeah. So the pilot of The Sopranos is really weird. It's like the tone of it is all over the place. And then in the first proper episode, it just settles down immediately. Right, that's interesting. But I guess they, I guess they made the pilot and they thought, actually, some of this doesn't work. We need to mm. tweak it a bit. But and they then didn't it's consistent. It, no, they didn't remake mm, it. No, it's mm. like, and then it's consistent from that pro- first proper episode to the end of the show. The characters are consistent throughout, mm, much mm, like Mad mm. Men, and that they never try to humanise people who are horrible. Right, right, right. You know, Don Draper remains a, a womanising alcoholic shyster, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he remains that throughout the show. You know, he, he never had the. He never has a road to Damascus moment, Draper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's brave writing. Well, Sopranos, it completely sucked me in, and then finished off uh, that story with the ending. The ending. What did you think of the ending? Well, so I've read a big explanation on the internet of exactly what the ending means. Okay. So okay. now I feel completely condemned by it. Right. Okay. So do you want me to tell you what this thing on the internet said the ending meant? So we're going to spoil the entire nine, eight, eight <laughs> seasons. What is it? How many seasons of Sopranos? 
I really don't think we should. Okay, okay. No. We can talk about it off air. There's there's an ending, listener. There is an ending. There's a final episode that's very final. It caused it caused a great deal of debate. It did, yeah, at the time. I think there is no debate left. Like once you've heard the explanation. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. But it's such a great show. This is really making me want to watch The Wire again. I'm not sure I could watch the whole of Sopranos again because there's so much of it. There is a lot of it, yeah. But the Wire, well, there's a lot of Wire. Is it five seasons of The Wire? Yeah, but each season is self-contained. Yes. Yeah. It is. That's true. And the first season is so great. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the first season is zeitgeist television. So good. Pop culture gold, isn't it? It's just incredible and i think i think the subsequent seasons are definitely not as good but they're still really good they are they are really good <clears throat> and i really yeah. like the bloke who plays luther who the oh yes who plays luther idris, El- idris elba idris elba yeah yeah uh what's his name stringer bell yeah it's a more interesting yeah. character in the wire than than luther i mean don't get me wrong i love luther luther <laughs> I like it when he runs and he's got his hands in his pockets. He runs like a bird. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. It's just so cool. Yeah, he's very cool. Yeah. Lufa! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, so, well, if you've been, if you've been uh, keeping up with the, sm- the Small Pixel, my website of uh, little games that you can play... Um, just keep your eye on Small Pixel. There'll be more coming. I'll be gradually releasing more things. Um, but yeah, something should be coming quite soon. Cool. That's smallpixel.artificialworlds.net. Excellent. The, the other thing I've been working on, <clears throat> which I'm hoping other people will want to use, is a high score table that any open source game can use to store high scores. Because when, uh-huh. when you've got a little game... And you want to have like a global high score table so that um, people can compete all around the world. Mm. That's a little bit inconvenient. If, you, if you're like privacy conscious and stuff and you want to, so you don't want to be um, like storing loads of cookies and doing all kinds of weird stuff. So you do, generally you're not storing anything about the user because you don't want to spy on them. But you yeah. do actually want somewhere to put your high scores. So what I thought I'd do is, because I needed this for something I'm working on, is I'd write a high score service that doesn't just work for the thing I'm working on, but could potentially work for your game too. So if people come to me and say, you know, I've got this game, I'd like to store my scores in in your thing, then I can just set that, set that up for them and um, they don't have to bother with all the hassle of having a place that stores information. That's very cool. So I'm hoping that that'll be useful to... It'll definitely be useful to me. Quite a few of my games on Small Pixel really ought to have a, li- a high score table like that. Yeah, high score tables for the win. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Of course, mm. cheating is then a problem, but, you know... <laughs> it's always a problem. I'll think Look about at the Tour de France. Yeah, exactly. Look at the Tour de France. Yeah. For a couple of minutes and then, you know, change channel to... Yeah, indeed, there's something more interesting. The snooker. <laughs> snooker. I love the snooker. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's right. the exact sound it makes when it goes in the pocket. Yeah. 
too. <laughs> and the commentary's like, oh, he's left himself in a bit of a tight spot there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that's it. That's all I got. I think... I think we've got dead air now. We've run down. We've run down. Yeah, we've run. It's quite late. Yeah. Well, that was Host. Yes. Yeah. It was a lot. Which is available on Shudder, which is a streaming (laughs) service. (laughs) On Shudder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thanks in advance, Shudder. Yeah. Thank you. That that was it. it. See you next time. Thanks, listener. Cheers. Goodbye.